In episode one of So Say We Traveled, the podcast, we will discuss how we accidentally found the perfect RV for our family. Which involves why we started shopping in the first place, how our shopping experience went, including roadblocks, where we ultimately ended up purchasing from, and why the RV we purchased is perfect for our family. And perfect may not necessarily mean what you think it means. And finally, we'll talk about what inspired the name for our new rig. And how that theme will tie into our travel journey. Welcome aboard to So Say We Travel. Hi, I'm Sean. Hi, I'm Charlie. And uh, we are new RVers, relatively new RVers, and we are hoping to document our journey and our travels with this experience and share it with you, uh, primarily with the goal of to do what other RVers have done for us. We try to capture the mistakes, uh, the tips and the tricks and the little, uh, little known things that you can only learn from experience. And so we're hoping that through our experiences and you coming along this journey with us, that you would learn some things and um, enjoy the experience with us, but also learn something, hopefully. That's kind of the goal. Um, this is our first podcast episode. Yeah. Uh, and it's very, very fitting that this is our first podcast episode. We've actually been RVing for about six or seven months, now. six and seven months now. Yeah. But so, but six, seven months ago, our first big trip was to the Jellystone, the Yogi Bear Jellystone down mm-hmm. in Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg. I can't Tex- remember the name of it, but I know it was in Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg, Texas. And today we are actually at Yogi Bear Jellystone in Hill Country, um, not as far south a little bit less far south, and that's right in New Braunfels. Right outside is Canyon Lake, Texas. Canyon Lake, Texas. So, yeah, it's just really cool, kind of come full circle, and, and very fitting that we finally got the ball rolling with getting these podcasts going. Um, but we we're also recording this on video, so you can watch this on YouTube. And a lot of times, these podcasts and YouTube videos will just be more in-depth information about what we're covering in our blog posts that will be on SoSayWeTravel.com. So, yeah, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm going to put that in there. A lot of the content, uh, way to keep up to date, what we're doing on a day-to-day basis and our travels will be go through Instagram and that's at So Say We Travel. So like I said, you can either find us on SoSayWeTravel.com, watch these videos on YouTube, or follow the podcast just to keep up on the information, keep with the, up with on us, or if you want to communicate, reach out, anything like that. So um, I thought it'd be really cool for our first podcast episode to reflect on how we got started on this journey. Yes. Um, and it, it was a pretty interesting story. A lot of serendipity took place. We think it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I like to, I think we actually found what we found by accident. Like it was factors outside of our control that led us to our RV, the Galactica. And um, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. It was just so perfect. It, it was, just happened yes. perfectly. So let's uh, just first talk about what set this off for us. What was the first thing that got us looking into this whole lifestyle an RV, things like that. Where, where were you at? So the first thing we did was we were we went to Port Aransas for a family vacation. Uh, so we had booked an Airbnb. So we stayed uh, relatively close to the beach. It was within walking distance. We could go to the beach. Um, so we went there for about four or five days. And as soon as we got there, we walked to the beach and there was uh one rv that was right there but there were a lot of rvs parked up and down the beach and we've been to the beach before but never really paid attention to the fact that there were a bunch of rvs parked Mm -hmm. on the beach Mm -hmm. Uh, but for some reason this this particular time we just really paid attention to the fact that there were so many rvs parked along the beach yeah i think it's because where we got the condos at and we did 
I went and looked in Google Maps and it's in the blog post. You can actually I map the distance out. We were about eight to nine hundred yards from our condo from the beach. And they had a nice little walkway from the condos that we were staying at. Mm-hmm. Um, little break through the surf, through the dunes, the, the dunes, dunes, the sand dunes that separated the beach from the mainland. And right where our opening was from our, and it was actually advertising point for them that there was an opening in the dunes for you to get beach access. So it was relatively close, pretty close. Um, five minute walk, comfortable leisurely walk, yes. wasn't bad at all. Mm-hmm. The first night we got there, we was like, let's go walk on the beach. And we got there pretty late in the evening. Yeah. And so we went out to do a little evening walk on the beach. Took us five minutes to walk out there. But the reason we kept noticing the RV is because right the RV was right at the mm-hmm. place where our our condos had access. Yeah. So every time we were going to the beach, we'd see it. Mm-hmm. And every time we were coming back, we would see it. So it was always, it was there. It was noticeable. Yes. Um, we'd been to Port Aransas tons of times, like you said before, yeah. and had a blast. But we never had stayed at a condo that close. And we paid for it, though. Yes. We paid a lot. Yes. Um, how much? It was about $800 for three nights, yep. I think, because it was four days total that we stayed there. So it was about 800 bucks. And it was worth it, though. Like, it was. The beach it access, was a good trip. Really yeah. comfortable. It was a great trip. So not knocking the fact condos. It was Airbnb. Yes. So it was relatively. It was nice. It could be more expensive. Right. We could have stayed at a, a place that was probably as nice, but for and paid more. Yeah, the. The beach access was important. We saw this RV going every time we, and we'd walk out there and it'd be there. And this, so we went out to the beach every single day, mm-hmm. multiple times. Um, and then the day that we left. It was still there. We left the beach and the RV was still there. Yes. And so in my head, I was just like, no, and not only was it there, like they had the whole spread out. They had the mats. They had the grill. They had, they had a generator. The generator. They had the a whole, grill. They had like, their whole chairs and everything out yeah. there. They were walking to and from the beach. And the beach was right there. Because I think in Port Aransas, it's about 50 feet, I want to say, from the beach mm-hmm. uh, where you have to park. So they were right up close. Ridiculously comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like they were at home. Um, and even still, they. now that we know better, we didn't think about the fact that what were they doing for the bathroom, you know, things like that but even still but we started thinking about it that's when we started thinking about all those things yeah but so they had showers and bathrooms on the beach though you just had to walk a little bit so even if their rig we didn't know anything about rigs then even if it didn't have a bathroom there was still a bathroom available right and we know now how important bathrooms are so even where they were at it was still fine Mm -hmm. um so we left and we're driving back back home mm-hmm. and we're like wonder how much that costs yeah yeah and so and we started doing the research simple google real quick I think that's all we did on the way home was check out google how much the rvs cost how mm-hmm. much like a monthly payment would be mm-hmm. um and the different types of rvs that there were because we really didn't know a whole lot about rvs in general so we just looked up the different types that there are the different like because there's motorhomes that you drive and then there's travel trailers that you pull so we just checked out the differences in those and price was what we were really looking at was how much does this actually cost to do mm-hmm. and so we know from going to Puerto Aransas multiple times that it only cost you 12 bucks a year for parking, a parking pass for beach pattern. access mm-hmm. so so 12 dollars and so then we looked how much does it cost to park an RV on the beach and you pay nothing extra you just have the three days and three nights or three nights limit but we think that the people that we watch stayed there a little longer than three nights yeah Yeah. but i mean but 
you know, if they're not enforcing it, you know, milk it as long as you can. I think as long as you're not disruptive or anything like that, they probably don't enforce that three day, three night mm-hmm. rule. So uh, I looked, um, and, so, and this is in the blog post also, just a, a general kind of more or RV payment calculator. Um, on average, a about twenty-two to $24,000 RV runs you about 200 and some change at the most $300 a month. And that's really where, where it kind of snapped for me. I was like, there's no way that that RV payment a month is more than $800. Right. And if it's not more than $800, then it is an investment since we go to Port Aransas every single year. It, it'll pay for itself easily. If we take one or two more trips than we normally do, it'll easily pay for itself. And that kind of just got the ball rolling, like looking into this financial investment. Um, so yeah, then we started shopping around and that is a story in itself. Um, so <laughs> This was in 2020. Mm-hmm. So that says a lot. Yeah, well, we didn't know that then, but we know now well, we did what then. was going on. Well, we didn't know when we went to go shopping. Yes. We didn't find out till once when we started we there, shopping. Yes, yes, that, the, yes, that what was happening, the boom. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a pretty... We're not going to name names. We're not going to single out this lot, and and you'll figure out why um, here in a bit. But pretty great lot. They had a huge selection. Huge. One of the biggest ones in that area. In the area. And we go there, and you walk in, and it's got the showroom floor, the whole shebang. And um, we had a great salesman. You could tell he was definitely knowledgeable that he actually did this for a huge part of his life. He talked about how it was an investment for him to go camping with his children Mm -hmm. because he saved so much money because all he could afford to do because he had so many kids, right? So he couldn't do Disney World. He couldn't do the, because that was too costly for him. Mm -hmm. And flying was not an option, paying for those plane tickets. So exactly what we're doing, right? We got, we got, we've got our girls, we've got the dogs. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, it costs a lot for us to go places. And so he's barking up our, you know, you know, barking up our tree right up our alley um, with the saving money taking trips because that's all we were needed it for at the right. time mm-hmm. and with that through that lens we went and looked at certain rvs we looked at a springdale yes. well he was really good too because he narrowed it down we had no idea what we wanted i mean we've done a little bit of research but we didn't know what we were getting mm-hmm. and we had no idea what rvs really looked like so he asked us what was the most important features to us and then he narrowed it down to like three i think yep mm-hmm. uh that way we weren't overwhelmed looking at 20 different rvs and can't decide so he really he was really good about picking ones narrowing it down for definitely us to pick and the, ones that and we and the way he at. did that was he asked well when are you going to use it mm-hmm. how often are you going to use it where are you taking it and uh, how many how many people are in it what's right. important to you what's do you want comfort you know do you want all the bells and whistles and we're like no we just need it as a place to sleep while we're out while doing we're things out mm-hmm. um which was exactly at that time yes. and our scope of vision was all we needed. So with that, we looked at uh, some Springdale, uh, the Springdale, and it had like the aluminum siding with the wood frame and was a little heavier, uh, but it took longer to get cooler in the summer and it took longer to warm up in the winter. There was one with a slide mm-hmm. and one without a slide. And then there was an all season one that we looked at. Mm-hmm. He showed us the difference between like the all all season, all weather ones that mm-hmm. was fiberglass and then the aluminum siding. So he did show us two. I don't remember why we didn't really like that one. So the, the Springdale, the one that was aluminum siding was too small. Well, that one, but the yeah. other one, the one that was the fiberglass siding, um, I think was a little bit more expensive. Was that the Avenger? 
No, it oh. was it was a different one. I can't remember, but we didn't look at that one too long. I think it was because it was all season. It was a little bit more expensive, and we weren't really looking for something to do outside of Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so eventually we settled on the, the Avenger, Avenger, and it came between the Avenger and a different model Avenger, or was it something a little bigger? I don't remember. Either way, it was about... There was that. one that was bigger, mm-hmm. and it had it had a... A U-shaped dinette and a couch. An outside kitchen? And an outdoor kitchen, yeah. yes. And then there was one that had a, a slide with not a U-shaped dinette, I think, mm-hmm. and a couch. Or yeah. no, there was one without a couch, and then there was one with, with, a, with a U-shaped dinette. And then there was one with a regular dinette and a couch. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that we picked, was the one that had the... Uh, couch and, and no outdoor kitchen and no outdoor because he said he told yes. us oh yeah that's the story too yeah he was like nobody ever uses these outdoor kitchens it's like, not that important why, what no he was like and we're it, definitely yeah gonna use i was it. like why would we not use an outdoor <laughs> kitchen that i mean that sounds awesome yeah um little did we know <laughs> literally never <laughs> yes. like no one ever like uh so we went ahead and passed on the outdoor kitchen yes. using his guidance and and Pass on a lot of the bells and whistles. It was basically just enough room to fit us when we went somewhere because we'd only be sleeping in it because we'd be taking on a weekend trips and right. doing stuff around, not really spending a lot of time in the rig. And that was the the Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, the Avenger. <clears throat> anyway, it's Avenger. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's where the story gets interesting. We went ahead and it's like, well, let's. That's Let's go chew wanted, on it. So Let's chew on it. We went home and we don't thought about it for oh, yeah, like a did. night, mm-hmm. a day. A day. <laughs> <laughs> we said we'd be back in a few days yeah. to give him an answer, but it was one day. And so we called him the next day and said, you know, that's the one we want. Then we set up an appointment to come in and put down the deposit. Mm-hmm. And even then we came back to put down the deposit and he was pretty busy. Yeah. Because um, I think we came back on a Friday Mm-hmm. or saturday it was a busy day but i think they were just busy overall period no it was fourth of july weekend that's what it was there we go it was a holiday weekend so, so it was crazy yeah um and we just had no idea the scope like he told us that the demand was high and this was right was this covid time yeah yeah, yeah. it was getting kind of crazy and yeah Texas. yeah yeah yeah. And they were doing the shutdowns and mm-hmm. and so then we started to that's when they kind of enforced a mask mandate too because we didn't actually have a mask mandate for a while mm-hmm. and so things were starting to get a little uh out of hand but so yeah we said we want this one put down a deposit he's like okay and that's when we were like made aware of the delays that are happening nationwide just because the demand was going up the factories were getting shut down because of COVID. So literally the, the production, the production line was, was slowed down really ridiculously. And I think this was just the beginning, honestly. I think it, from what I've been following on different RV posts and RV news, like it's gotten even worse because the demand is just keep going up and they're just so behind on materials. And not just that, like the materials that they use, the lumber, like the housing market right now is blowing up and they need the lumber as well. Like and so the price is, is going really, really yeah, high. It's so exceeded a lot so it was right at the beginning and again no fault to them at all but yeah it took they said we could pick it up mid-august right so said six weeks i think yeah and so we're like okay we we were insanely motivated we really wanted to do this you know we it worked for our finances um i had just paid off my truck Mm -hmm. um and so essentially we'd be subbing the payment for the truck Mm -hmm. for the payment for the rv when we ran the numbers and everything 
And so we were just the waiting game, you know, like we were waiting and so we waited we six. We figured it wouldn't be too big of a deal either because it was in July. Yeah. It was hot. Yeah. We weren't going to go camping when it's 100 degrees outside. So. Mm-hmm. So we start planning for trips for the fall, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, well, let's look at the calendar, look at lots, things like that. Start planning for the fall. Because we were, we knew that there was, was like a lot of people were doing this and there was a boom, right? Mm-hmm. So we wanted to book trips because that was hard enough is getting places to, to book. So we wanted to go ahead and do that. That way we could book those trips. The first one we wanted to do was Labor Day weekend. We knew that weekend was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to be able to have a spot. So I started trying to book for those. Yeah. So you could call that ignorance on our part um, to mm-hmm. not take into account the fact that our RV wouldn't be ready by that time. We just assumed because yeah. if somebody tells you, hey, it's going to be done at this time, then mm-hmm. we're the type of people that's like, okay, it should be done at that time. Yeah. And, and yeah, especially we're putting down a deposit. Right. Like we're paying to have this kind of security in, in mm-hmm. the deal and things like that. So um, only problem is that every time we needed an update, like we got close to that, that date, we would call up there, try to talk to the salesman and he'd be busy with another customer, mm-hmm. which is the boom i could see it you know and and more and more that that happened the more and more we began to be less excited with the experience and more frustrated mm-hmm. um and that was kind of a bummer um until it got to so then delivery day came the day that it was supposed to be arriving in texas from indiana i believe um and call up there and find out it's i think not you there. called our salesman a couple of times and mm-hmm. left him a message and he didn't get back to you. And you finally got frustrated enough to speak to somebody in management. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when you finally got an answer. Well, it wasn't frustrating enough. It's just, I needed some information, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I was just like, so and I called and, and the, the reception desk would send me to the salesman. He wouldn't answer. So finally I was like, well, you know, I need an answer to this. I need information. We're trying to book sites, you know, where this is supposed to be right this day. I was like, who's I can, who can I talk to, to let me know, give me more definite information mm-hmm. on when this is happening. So I talked to the sales manager who actually, she's like, well, let me put me in contact with the sales manager. This guy actually knows the inventory and what's yeah. happening and what the delivery date. Oh, cool. That's perfect. Why couldn't I have found this out? Right. When you know, called multiple times, multiple times ago to put me in contact. The guy gave me the exact dates. And uh, so I finally talked to him. And, and then that's when I found out that they hadn't even finished building it yet. It wouldn't be rolling off the line until For two more weeks, two weeks after that. And I was just like, OK, um, at this point, I was completely frustrated with the situation. Uh, and it was turning into something negative for us, you know, really. We were disheartened. Yeah. And then so I was like, OK, well, let's keep shopping. Yeah, let's keep shopping. We didn't we didn't pull the plug on that one. We just like kept shopping. And so then you reached out to a different lot further away. And we definitely want to talk about them. Uh, at least an hour and a half, I think, mm-hmm. away. Yeah, um, we're so. going to name them by name because it was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, it's Crestview in RV in Buda, Texas. Yes, in Buda, Texas. And you worked with Travis. Travis. Travis was really, really great. Yes. Why? Uh, I told him the story of kind of our, our, uh, our, our buy um, and told him kind of what was going on and how frustrated we were and how we wanted something now. Like we were ready to buy. Uh, we didn't want to wait anymore. We were ready. And so I told him exactly what we needed. And he said that he would look for me. Um, I think it wasn't very long after I spoke to him. He immediately sent me three. He texted me three links for different RVs. They were more expensive, all of them were more expensive than what we had told him that we were comfortable with. Um, and then, so we, we went home, or I went home and we looked at them together. And so one of them was way too heavy. We were not going to be able to pull it with our truck. 
Um, one of them, I think both of them actually. There was one that was kind of heavy, uh, but we would have been okay, but barely. And then there was the last one that mm. we looked at that was a little bit more expensive, had some features that we hadn't really thought about, and that's the one that we went down to look at. Well, I mean, and above all, it was in Austin. Like, we could go and put our hands on it. Like, if like yes, we're ready to buy, yes. we could buy it now. I don't think we mentioned that before, though, for the other one. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't actually look at the RV that we were picked out in the at That's the a very place. good point. Yeah, the ones that he showed us, he helped us bracket it at the other lot. Mm-hmm. The sale's very knowledgeable. So, he showed us one a little bit more than what we wanted, and he a showed us one a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And so, we picked the one in the little pamphlet, the yes, manual, yes. right in the middle. Yes. And that was exactly what we needed. Like, I wouldn't say needed, exactly what we thought we needed. Budget-wise, mm-hmm. what we were going to be using it for, things like that. Yeah, so we uh, didn't actually look at it. We had no idea yeah. what it actually looked like. And it was totally fine, because he said, okay, it'll take six weeks for it to get here. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, fine. Yep. No big deal. But yeah. That was but been, this one yeah. was actually there at the lot, so we could actually go down and look at it and fall in love with it. Yep, <laughs> it was the 2020 StarCraft Superlight 261BH. Um, we named it the Galactica. Uh, we'll get more to that, why why that was. But anyway, so we, we get there, we, we go ahead and go through the whole process, we buy the deal, we check it out, it's absolutely it's a little bit bigger, a little bit more expensive. There's Got a, a little lot more of bells and whistles out. Yeah. It was the aluminum siding, not the aluminum, the fiberglass siding. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was an all-weather one. It had the enclosed underbelly. Uh, it had an outdoor kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what else did it have? It has it has a slide out, but the couch and the dinette is in the slide out. Mm-hmm. Um, and some other like smaller features, but those are pretty big ones. And it was about six or seven thousand dollars more mm-hmm. than the other one that we were looking at definitely and, and so now that we've talked about both um well no let's finish talking about the experience and and, and why i it frustrates me so much the the original experience that we had because I, I think we could have ended up at the same place with the same dealer and i am right. not to talk them down too much but anyway so we get there we they and not of this lot here this is a huge difference in their sales experience the crestview rv and buta absolutely amazing because once you buy it they let you camp on site mm-hmm. for a night just to they talk you through the whole deal you can get a get a feel for it we thought that was absolutely amazing and that's probably more common than what we think but when we heard about it we we're like this is great this is awesome we know it wasn't offered at the one that we were at before right. mm-hmm. so we go up there the day of we make it a trip just for the two of us um to spend the first night in the galactica and um it's really really comfortable uh we had an amazing technician joe mm-hmm. uh talked to us literally after about an hour or so he was so thorough we spent a long time with him which i was really surprised because i don't think we would have had that experience at the other one because he the can the the galactica was actually set up at one of the campsites so he walked us through step by step of everything mm-hmm. hook up uh, hooking up the truck, taking the truck off, uh, uh, the, the hose, the electric, everything. He walked us through. I think we spent close to two hours with him. Yeah. And, and it, like I said, he was so thorough, mm-hmm. so patient. Like he entertained every single question. I'm pretty question. sure we asked some pretty dumb questions. And he, <laughs> he was really, he was really awesome with we us. We were newbies. Yes. Um, and, but the, the fact that, I mean, I'm pretty adept, right? I can, understand things but it usually takes me one or two times maybe to see it demonstrated but i think just the way that he communicated the information and showed in real time and answered any questions that i had um we were extremely comfortable so we had got it on 
they weren't open on Sundays. They would only they were only there on Saturdays and fri- Fridays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So when we were leaving was Sunday. Sunday. So we would have to completely hook up and everything and leave without any assistance. So we had to get it all the information on Saturday, Saturday, yes. and then <laughs> get the solo flight, the test flight the next day and had no issues whatsoever. Right. You know, and I just, mm-hmm. again, I attribute that completely to Joe, amazing yeah. technician, again, Crestview RV in Buta, Texas. They took really, really great care of us. This is where it bugs me though, is that we were willing to spend more money. Yes, we did. Obviously that bigger RV than what we actually wanted was on the lot at the first place we could have touched it we could have bought it Mm -hmm. i think that if we had spoken had opportunity to speak to our original salesman Mm -hmm. a couple of times right Right. in that beginning when we're getting frustrated and we needed a he could have made the sale with us He he could have said okay well look we can't get this here but we could possibly put you in something else if you're willing to flex your budget a little bit yes i believe so and i believe he could have I just, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that it, he, the, the, the fam, the feast of the boom got us sidelined, right? He had so much business elsewhere. He was making so many sales because of the boom that I think the I mean, customer service yeah, may have slid a little it's bit. It's speculation, but we were looking at a travel trailer. And so mm-hmm. you make more money off the bigger trailers, the fifth wheels, um, and things so i feel like we weren't as a big of sale for him so he kind of sidelined us yeah yeah so definitely and but and like i said it is speculation i do think that that may have been the case um that but the the issue is like the what kind of confirms it is that they called after later yes this is what we had already been in the galactica for what couple weeks two couple weeks mm-hmm. and then we get a call from the salesman you know hey your rv's here this was the first time that we heard it heard from him like he had called months. us like outside of the credit check right before the deposit yes that's that's the one time that he called us and that really makes me think that you know i believe that they dropped the ball or he that that place in particular dropped the ball where they were just they had so many opportunities so many different ways they were making the money because the boom in the sales mm-hmm. that they kind of let the customer service slip a little bit yeah. um, but either way that's kind of our sales story um, and how we accidentally found and why i say we accidentally found the perfect rv is because once we got in this thing and we started taking trips and we just realized how amazing this lifestyle is mm-hmm. We are definitely spending significantly more time in it yes. and taking it to much different places that we had planned to originally. And yeah, like it's the perfect RV for us. And now, what we're going to spoil it, we're seriously considering moving full time into the Galactica and, and pursuing this lifestyle full time, mm-hmm. taking it on the road, traveling around the nation. So if we had have gotten that original, the Avenger, mm-hmm. you know. I think we would have been able to do it, but things would have been a little, a little bit more difficult, a little more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, but it was not at all season one, mm-hmm. so we would not have been able to go north at all uh, during cold months mm-hmm. because we would have had to worry about freezing. Uh, the uh, underbelly wouldn't have been enclosed, so we would have had to worry about. We would have would just had a. It would have been a different experience because it would have been very limited to what we could do. So yeah, that was our sales experience. That's how we ended up in our RV. Um, like I said, could not be happier. There's actually a YouTube video. I will post the link 
um, in the show in the comments on the episodes. You can watch it there. Also, there'll be a link embedded in the blog post where we talk a little bit more. You see the the hard numbers. Um, it also has that RV payment calculator on it, and you can see the map as far as where we were at in Port Aransas and the difference between where the you could park versus where we were at in the condo. So a little bit more inv- information in the blog post again. And if you'd rather watch this, this will be available on YouTube. Um, yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed hearing about our RV sale experience and how we came Galactica. Oh, Galactica, right? So why the Galactica? Oh, yes. Why <laughs> Battlestar Galactica? Why is this kind of the thesis? Why are we trying to pair our journeys with this sci-fi show that we absolutely enjoy? We've seen the entire series, not the original one, not the one that came back in the 60s or 70s, uh, the miniseries that aired on sci-fi, yeah. like early 2000s. We've seen from beginning to end, maybe about four times, mm-hmm. uh, never gets old. We watch it on repeat pretty much. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, but what do you like about the show? You were going to go first. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the fact that it's the perfect blend of Star Wars and Star Trek, I think. Um, I think Star Wars, there are a lot of things, as far as the space aspect is concerned, uh, lacks a lot of realism in a way that the X-Wings and the Falcon and wave thrusters and sound and everything work in space. Um, And then it's like the galaxy is known in Star Wars. Like you get all these different systems and things like that. Uh, And then in Star Trek, you have this exploration aspect of it. And there's a lot more you deal with the fact that this one ship is out there by itself in these places that it's it's new never known um so battlestar galactica kind of combines that combines this desperation aspect of survival i don't want to spoil too much of the show because we will definitely be talking about the show episode by episode through our, our podcasts and through the youtube video so we're going to general premise um there's the show is so timely and the way that the ships move, um, they use thrusters, and you can tell that they really heavily incorporate actual physics in, in the, the, the star battles and the way the ships move through through space. Um, it's really gritty. It's very real. So the way that the ships move um, and the kind of the things that the people are dealing with in the show are very timely. Um the graphics hold up over a long period of time. The fact the actors were not really that well known, but very, very talented. Um, Edward James almost is plays Admiral Adama in the show. And I remember seeing him in Selena. And that was the first time I, I had seen him, but delivers such an amazing performance all through the show. So the, the characters all evolve in so many different ways. And again, it deals with a lot of philosophical issues, political issues, um, and then there's space battles, right? You know, it's, it's sci-fi to the core. So we will definitely be talking about that a lot more. But yeah, like I said, so we're going to be talking more about the show, doing episode by episode kind of breakdown and what we think of it all through the course of making our podcast shows and showing our travels across mm-hmm. the, our voyage across the United States as they voyage through space. Yes. Um, and kind of the, yeah, that's, I'll just say that. I don't want to spoil too much. <laughs> So what about you? What do you like about the show? Uh, I liked the show for first of all because I like sci-fi. Um, but the main reason I like the show is the storyline of it, um, kind of how it starts, and um, I really like the storyline between the characters and the Cylons, um, and how the dynamic changes throughout the story. So uh, I really like that. Uh, Starbuck is one of my favorite characters. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know why. I just I really like her, and so I liked watching watching her develop uh, throughout the show. Um, but the main, I guess, the main reason that 
I like it is because it was something that he enjoyed. Uh, and so he brought, I don't know, I just felt brought on when we started dating and it was one of his favorite shows at that time. Cause I think you'd only watched it maybe once mm-hmm. then and you wanted to watch it. And so then we watched it together. And so he watched me watching it for the first time. And so that was, that was fun. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good place to go in, in this particular podcast. And, and hopefully you've found something interesting about us that resonates with you, something interesting about Battlestar Galactica, and maybe you're interested in how that's going to overlap with our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, we will try and, uh, I don't know, I'd like to put out a podcast at least every two weeks. We'll shoot for every two weeks. We will try. The shows, the podcasts are definitely going to run behind our actual travels. Mm-hmm. I would say about two weeks. Um, we have already we've been RVing for about six or seven months now yeah and i definitely have kind of, um, information i want to talk about from all the places that we've been and the mm-hmm. things that we've experienced and things that we've learned so we'll be getting caught up on six to seven weeks worth of information uh we'll definitely be doing blog posts um so if you prefer to just read or see more in depth um in these places on the internet as opposed to hearing us talk about them that content will be up there and again if you prefer to watch things instead of just listen to them they'll be on youtube, YouTube. so you can again find us on instagram at so say we travel and we have so say we travel.com as our website and then on youtube i think our channel is the same name so say we travel exactly yeah so there we go so so we travel so again so great for y'all to join us today hope you had a great time and uh see you on the other side see you on the road see you down the road see you down the road apparently that's the thing people say when they rv so see you down the road see you down the road have a good one thanks for listening thanks for watching we hope you enjoyed the show If you did, please consider liking the video and subscribing to our video channel and podcast. We have absolutely loved building connections with the RV community and anyone else interested in this lifestyle. So if you'd like to connect with us, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at SoSayWeTravel and on YouTube at SoSayWeTravel or visit us at SoSayWeTravel.com. See you down the road.